to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is the Local Bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Look at can be found on iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, all the places you get your good podcasts and your bad ones. If you are a, a fellow podcaster and part of the Libsyn Network, you can find us, friend us, follow us over there. Love collaborating with our fellow podcasters in that way. You want to uh, seek out other ways to interact with the show, Local Bar Media on the Facebooks, Chad Alexander online on the Instagrams, and you can uh, send us a Facebook message over there, Local Bar Media, best way to do that. Hope you're having a good week. Had uh, quite an eventful week. Uh, We uh, had a little storm come through. Uh, we didn't really get that much from it, but it kind of threw off everything down here in the southeast for a little bit. Had some wind, uh, wind, a little bit of rain. Actually, we ha- had hardly anything. They can- so in South Carolina, they like canceled all the kids' soccer games, everything that was going on that weekend. Nothing, nothing came through. We were absolutely fine. Uh, we had a bunch of friends and coworkers down in the Florida area that were not. We are thinking about you guys. It looks like everything's happening. I saw they had a there's a bridge on one of those islands down there. That got built in three days. When has the government ever done that? Are we? Is that what we're going to be now? Are we going to be? We're not going to do this whole where we're greasing everybody's palm, uh, getting contractors waiting for you know six months for the first bid to come back, making decisions twelve years later, breaking ground fourteen years later after that. We we now are doing things lickety split. Okay, that's that's news to me. Didn't know we were doing that. Uh, it, it does look like uh, a lot of the rebuilding effort has gone well down there in Florida. Glad to see that. I know that there's still quite a bit to do. And then uh, also a lot of that damage down there is irreplaceable when it comes to people. And so uh, all of our people that are listening to us in Florida, we are thinking about you. I hope everything is going well with you down there. There are plenty of charities to get involved with. I, I don't know. I saw one. Today, that was part of the Blaze TV media. I think 100% of it's going down to Florida. I don't know. You have to look it up. We don't, we, nobody's really contacted us to promote that here. So, um, but uh, really, I hope everything's going well for everybody down, down there in Florida. I am still in a state of flux, but really kind of getting the hang of things now. Uh, if, you've, if you've been a fan of the show, we have moved. The family has moved, which means the studio had to move. Yes, we actually. Put the studio on the back of a uh, tow truck, a huge tow truck, and we've moved it. And it's gonna t- it's gonna take a while to get it set up. But we have a fake studio set up here in my office inside the house. So if the sounds a little bit off, you'll have to excuse me. It's the best I can do right now. I got no- nothing else. To do. I got. Uh, <laughs> it just so happens the house next door to us is being renovated. So if you hear like all kinds of banging and people going nuts at each other, uh, it is not our family. I promise you, it's just me and the dog here during the day. Just us. Anyway, hope uh, hope things are going well with you. couple of things. If you are in the Columbia, South Carolina area, would like to hear your boy play, 
Happen to be playing over at Fox Field on Friday night. That is Friday, October the 7th. Me and the fellas will be jamming there at Fox Field, the greatest outside music venue in all of the Midlands. Some of the friendliest people, some of the finest bathroom, and uh, some some actually underrated food. If you've never eaten at Fox Field, man, missing out. That's a that's a heck of a place. And yes, I did say bathroom. There's only one of them there. Um, but we will be playing probably somewhere eight ish to about eleven ish. Uh, everything is an ish over at Foxfield, but it is going to be a beautiful night. So if you're in the area, come check us out. Uh, Don, those of you that keep up with Don Merkel, the guy that does all the music for the show, he uh, he did have a gig that was canceled, I believe, up in Greensboro, I believe, somewhere, somewhere recently. I have not heard that it's been rescheduled. Whenever it is, we will let you know here. I uh, I have uh. I got something I want to share with you this week. Uh, something's kind of been kind of heavy on my mind, and I, I want to take some time and, and share with you guys. Uh, I will tell you, thank you for those who have reached out that have asked a lot about Haley's uh, business. You have to check her out. Haley Thorpe, she did the last show that we had on here. Um, really cool show. She does a, a really neat thing. I cannot stress it enough. If your house is in shambles, you need to talk to her. If you feel like your life could use a little bit more order, you need to talk to her. But I'm going to tell you another thing. As a guy that has worked in assisted living facilities, as a guy that has a history of helping people that are going through that part in their life where they're they're taking family members and they're moving them out of these huge houses and they're moving into an assisted living facility, that is a very, very hard thing. Not just for the person that's moving, but for their family and everybody involved. I don't think we talked enough about this last in the last show uh if you are someone i don't care where you are in the country i know haley's in texas but she can she can consult with you anywhere if you are someone who um is dealing with that or potentially going to deal with that soon it is worth your time to spend an hour talking with haley just that just like a one hour consultation on what that's going to take it is very, it's very, I tell you what, I'll even do you, as a dude that is a uh, licensed assisted living administrator that has helped tons of people go through that, I'll even throw in 30 minutes for free just talking to you if you if you need to talk to Haley to tell you a little bit about what you should watch for and where you can save a whole lot of money when it comes to assisted living. Contact Haley, let her know. Um, you can find her, Haley Thorpe. She is... Uh, um, I think it's uh, organized with Haley. Ah, get organized with Haley. Crap, I'm terrible at that. Check out the show last <laughs> the last show. Jeez. Uh, you know, if I did paid promotions, I'd probably it wouldn't be as authentic, but I'd probably be better at them. Uh, but check it out. Uh, the, she is uh, she's a great person. She has a wonderful service. It really is something you need to check out. Um. Anyway, uh, all that aside. Um, I've been thinking a lot when we were, when we were bracing for that storm that didn't hit, there was a lot of stuff we were doing to get ready. And, uh, I was checking on a lot of my friends, uh, in the Southeast, some coworkers, um, the company I work for is actually, uh, down in Florida. And so I did a lot of talking with folks and just ended up having some sidebars that were kind of interesting. It, it led me down a road that, um, that I, I didn't expect to go on last week, but it, it brought me to a place that I wanted to, uh, I wanted to sit back and, and and share some perspective on a couple of items. 
And, uh, yeah, so no guests this week, just me and you, and a couple of really, really good stories you may not know. Wake up, think about it, what's it gonna be? The air that surrounds it is not enough to breathe. The stars that surround you, they fall at your command. The sea, it will drown you and bring you back again. It was somewhere, it was somewhere around uh, 1992. Maybe, maybe somewhere between 1990 and 1992. I remember uh, I lived in this town, Florence, South Carolina. It's about an hour away from Myrtle Beach. If you were going to Myrtle Beach, you went through Florence. Um, it's the last stop. It's where I-20, I-95 meet. Yeah, all you folks from Ohio have been through there. There's a Bucky's there now. <laughs> That's what you'll know it as now. You never went through downtown Florence uh, there's not much there anymore, but it was, it was like the, the gateway to Myrtle beach. Now you just kind of bypass around it. And, um, we lived there. We'd been, it was a, it was a kind of cool place to, to, to live at that time as a kid, because, uh, the schools were big, but not too big. You weren't really country or anything like that. And you were close to the beach, you're real close to Myrtle beach. Parents loved it. They didn't have to pay Myrtle beach prices. So when you're about 45 minutes to an hour outside, it's a, it's a pretty good way to live. Anyway, it's funny. I remember this story was like rampant. It just it went just crazy. You had uh, the, um, the the tannin beds were huge at this time. They were huge, and there there was this story about this lady from Greenville, South Carolina, which is. Uh, about three hours from the beach, maybe a little bit more back at that time because the highways weren't really uh, up to snuff just yet. And there was a story that this lady was going down to the beach this summer and uh, she wanted to make sure that she was ready for the beach, had to get ready for the beach. So on her way down, she took like a couple of days to come out. They stayed in with some friends like like halfway and what she did is on the way down, she stopped at all these different tanning beds and went in for like 20 minutes, got a tan, let it set in, and then took off down the road for, you know, about another hour. And after she felt like the tan had set in, she stopped at another tanning bed and and got another tan. And she did that uh, for about two or three days until she got down to the beach. And when she got down there, she went to get... Uh, to go lay out, you know, by the ocean, which she had been planning on doing the whole time. And she went out there, she laid on the beach, and she started to really feel sick. Thought maybe she was a little dehydrated, didn't know, and then she just felt awful. So she went to a doctor, and they rushed her, rushed her down, uh, down Highway 17 from Myrtle Beach, actually to Charleston, to MUSC, so they could check her out. And they ran these scans, and they had found out this woman had done... Something absolutely insane to her body. She had basically cooked a few of her vital organs. 
actually cooked. There's a crispy layer where she had cooked some of her organs from being in tanning beds uh, so much over that short period of time. And that was going to change, it was going to change tanning beds forever. We like, as far as the warnings on them, as far as the time people could actually be in them. Oh my God, it was going to change everything. Um, that story was rampant. Uh, everybody told a cautionary tale to, to all the young women who are hitting up the tanning beds at that time. Some of you may have heard a story like that before. There may have been something similar in your area of the country where you live, something that sounds something like that, because that story is absolutely not true. There's nothing, it's not true at all. There's nothing factual about that story. You can't cook your, your insides. This lady was not known for cooking her insides on the way to Myrtle Beach. There's no record of this at MUSC. The story did not happen. There's another one I remember. My mom told me this one. My mom had some friends. It's my mom's friends. I am I am one step away from this story. My mom had some friends. My mom had some friends that went to New York. And they were stay they were they were lucky. They found this awesome deal on this brand new hotel that that opened up right in Times Square. They're stoked about it. Just, you know, this is a great deal. This is a this is a couple of my mom called them by name. They were in our church. Okay. <laughs> this this is this is how close I am to this story. There's a reason that this is important, but but just understand I am hearing this story from my mom. These people uh, got in the elevator. They got all dressed up, excited about going going out that night. They got in, and in walks this big, tall black man with these two black dudes beside him. They were dressed with these huge overcoats. And they got in, and they stepped in the, 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 the elevator. And the elevator was quiet for a second, and the doors just closed, and the door, the elevator didn't move. It was very weird. And the couple thought maybe it's just because it's a newer elevator, a new hotel. They weren't sure. And all of a sudden, the guy behind them said, hit the floor. And they panicked, and they, they, they fell down to the floor with their, their hands over their heads. And the woman took her purse and, and held it up in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the air. The man took his wallet and was holding it up above him. And the guy behind him just started laughing and said, no, y'all get up. Hit the floor you want to go to. The man ended up being Lionel Richie. I mean, it was Lionel Richie at the time because I, you, this is when I think um, Can't Slow Down, that big album, was, was out. It, you've probably heard this story, too. Maybe it was Michael Jackson. Um, although I don't know if anybody would call him a, a big black man. But um, uh, who knows who it was? Was a, a man, an African American descent that had scared these people. And like my parent, my mom told me this story, and people ran with this story like it was true. We had, in Florence, going back to Florence when I lived in Florence, uh, the Darlington NASCAR Raceway is there right outside of Florence, which some of you may have gone to that before, and the the Tom Cruise Classic. Days of Thunder, also known as Top Gun on Wheels, was filmed there years ago. And uh, when when it was filmed there, there was this rumor that Tom Cruise got a speeding ticket. And man, every woman in that 
town had a copy of Tom Cruise's speeding ticket. As if it had like his driver's license on it. Think about this. Tom Cruise is in Florence, South Carolina. First of all, he's not going and hanging out anywhere in Florence, South Carolina, okay? Uh, number two, there's a private airport there. He's probably just flying in and out. Number three, if he is going out somewhere, probably not driving himself. But we, we, man, we went along with it. Uh, funny spinoff to that story, though. My, my uncle and I did get to meet Robert Duvall uh, during that time period, but nobody gave a crap about Robert Duvall. They just, they wanted to meet Tom Cruise or uh, Nicole Kidman. She was in that movie at the time. I think they were married then. Maybe they met then. I can't remember. That ticket was a fake. It was fake. It wasn't. It wasn't real. But man, man, I can't tell you how many. Every teacher had a copy of that thing up on her bulletin board. They ran crazy with that. Why do we do that? Why do we? Why do we hear fanciful stories and just run with them? Take off with them. We we hear something and we got we got to go tell somebody else and spread it around. You move forward to today and you would swear there'd be less of it. And and for for a couple of good reasons, your argument would be valid. There's got to be less of it, right? Because we have camera phones today. We have the, the you have the ability to take a video. It is it has become part of our lexicon to say pics or it didn't happen. Sure. But we <laughs> We will still run rampant with something. We have well, this new thing that we've got, fact checkers. Isn't that a funny thing now? We, somebody started up fact checking. I'm going to start fact checking. This will be the penultimate way to see if something is true or not by a fact checker. Well, who fact checked that? Better Homes and Gardens did. Well, why do they suddenly have uh, some kind of authority here? My favorite was Snopes. Now I was I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, and I hate I hate to to, to Easter bunny some of y'all here. Um if you don't know about Snopes, you need to just go you need to quit going to it. If you're someone who's still holding on to it. But Snopes is like was funny because I was big on Snopes. I but man, I believe these are people that are starting a website that's hell bent on being factual. So if I hear something, I will go to Snopes. Yeah, and, and and for those of you that don't know, it's been it's been proven that there's some some hanky panky going on with some dollar bills, yo, and things being passed as truth that weren't, and things being passed as false that 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 was true, and all this kind of stuff. You you can you can go and and, and look all that up. You know, Wikipedia was a fun one. I here's why I like Wikipedia. I give Wikipedia a pass. Don't get me wrong, I never go to it. I do not go to Wikipedia. I had a, um, there was a friend of mine that was in college. This is a few years ago. And they had a professor that absolutely would not allow them to cite Wikipedia. Refused to let them do it. Would, that You could not use that as a source. I completely agree with that professor. But I give Wikipedia a pass. And here's why. Because Wikipedia is the WWE of all references. It doesn't even try to pretend it doesn't. It lets you know everybody in the world can put something in on this. This is just a place for you to come and see if you just want to know what everybody in the world wants to put in on something. 
Just just come here if you need a quick reference. It's the WWE. You like action. You like sport. You like a lot of guys talking trash. We're, we're going to give that to you. It could be fake. Somebody could be getting punched for real. We don't know. We don't really care. But here it is right here. And so I give Wikipedia a pass. They're allowed to be who they are. I would not use them as my as my go-to. Again, like I said, the local bar media does not utilize Wikipedia, but I at least give them a pass. We uh, we would think that in the information age that we're in, that we'd have less of it. But you know, we we don't we don't really go looking for references anymore. It used to be we'd even watch the news. Think about it. the news used to be. It's it's phenomenal to me watching this. The news was a loss leader at night. It came on at times nobody watched TV. Seven o'clock news when everybody's eating dinner and all that crap. It come on again at ten o'clock or eleven o'clock. That was it. Then cable news came up. CNN is going to change the world. And now now we have news twenty four seven. But. We now are part of Sweeps Week, and we now have to keep up ratings, and we now have to get commercials. So instead of being a lost leader, something just to have in that time slot where you're hopefully not losing as much money as you could, we now have to have news 24-7, super sexy action news, or whatever it is that South Park <laughs> created to make fun of it. I, You know, suddenly now... We're 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 going to where we have to worry about sweeps week. We have to worry about where we are on our ratings. So if if it bleeds, it leads. So forget that now. If it leads, it's gonna bleed. We're we're going to absolutely make the news even bigger news. And so we've been so conditionalized now to where we don't even watch news. We go to Twitter and Facebook and we try to catch up on our news through the uh, through a, a soundbite that a celebrity wants to give us. And and we think we we think we filtered out the urban legends even more. I got I got in trouble a couple of years ago. I've never talked about this on the show. <laughs> I have never talked about this on the show. And I'm I'm a little I'm even a little antsy because the whole cancellation thing that happened to us a couple of years ago. I'm even a little antsy bringing this on now. But I why hold back? So a couple of years ago, I got in trouble with with the Swifties. If you know what the Swifties are, they're Taylor Swift fans. Don't don't come at me, t- Taylor Swift fans. I'm done listening to you. I'm do- I'm done listening to you. I don't I don't have anything against Taylor Swift's music. It's uh, some of it some of it actually is some of it I'm actually kind of down with. Um, but a lot of it, most of it, I'm not. Um, when she was pretending to be country music star and everything like that. I'm going to admit, some of that little poppy stuff, all right, I can hear that. My my, my daughter really got into uh, some of her stuff. Uh, was, it this, was it the song Style and all that? Whatever album that came from. Uh, before the... Uh, um, shake it off stuff, okay? Uh, but the, the album before that. Oh, great stuff. I think there was quite a few people covered that album. That's kind of neat. But... Uh, yeah, I, I took a stance one day on another podcast, <laughs> and somebody asked me what I thought about her not having her music. 
And the fact that she was suing her producers and these people had stolen her music. And I was like, no, no, she, she made a bad deal and she's got to live with it. Her, she and her parents, her parents are her managers. They, they gave the rights to some other music. They sold this music out so they could be popular and famous. And now they want it back. They wish they had, they can't give their popularity and fame back. They made a deal. That's just what it is. Oh my God. Oh, that got me. I've been people just dragging me on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. It's like, oh my God. Like they would, the Swifties come out of the, they care nothing for reason. They just know you don't hurt their yas queen. All right. It's fine. I understand that they were upset about it, but, and I understand that she went total mean girl about it. She's still not right. (laughs) But, you know, what I, what I thought she should have done acoustic covers of everything go back do acoustic covers with like a badass acoustic band call it taylor campfire or something i don't know and that would that would have been a cool way to do it but no she instead she made that miss americana thing which is terrible um but no that was just the that was just the half of it <laughs> the other half of it was the fact that and this this came up not long ago so somebody else on uh, um, somebody famous was talking about this the other day. So I'm not the only one. So don't hate on me if the, if you're a Swifty listening to the show. the The thing that really upset me though, and the part where I completely quit taking up for her, is when Kanye West, as crazy as he is, he he did a song where he was talking about him and Taylor, and apparently they're friends. And he said something about um, the two of them having sex or something like that in one of his songs. And, um, oh, Taylor clutched the pearls and said it was misogynistic and racist and all this stuff. And she sent her Swifties flying through the air after Kanye West. The problem with this, though, is that Kanye West, the egomaniacal narcissist that he is, is always believing he's creating the next best self-documentary <laughs> that he never wants to live a moment where he's not on camera. And that moment was on camera where he asked Taylor if that was okay, and she liked it, and she appreciated it, and appreciated their friendship and all this crap. But she turned it into what she could to try to get some attention, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this whole thing then. This is all just production. All right, Chad, what does this have to do with the price of tea in China? We are getting very upset with each other these days based on what everybody is telling us we are. <laughs> There was a there was a beautiful thread written the other day on Twitter that was immediately taken down. I do have copies of it. If you're interested, you can send me a DM over there at Local Bar Media on Facebook, and I'll be glad to send you what I have uh, of someone who basically called out all the journalists that are out there these days, how most of them come from extremely rich, I'm talking billionaire families, all of them have some kind of like uh, activist background. And th- this has been like the top journalist journalist for the past like decade. And I ain't just talking like MSNBC. I'm talking your CNNs and your Fox news and all of them. 
And that, that guy was immediately taken off Twitter yesterday. If you follow him, you know, you know who it was. Uh, it's amazing. And, and the way a lot of these folks have their past history, they're able just to make it disappear. Yet they're feeding us stuff all the time, telling us who we are and what we should believe. The world's divided anyway, with or without them. But division really sells right now. Oh, it sells. Y'all, Trump hasn't been president in two years. He still leads most news channels, even though that idiot hasn't been doing a thing. Because if they talk about him, you'll tune in. Super sexy action news. We've got more Trump at the top of the hour and the bottom. Like, it, it's just, it's... It's constant how stuff can just be made into something. They find out later it wasn't true. They issue an apology on Friday. By the way, do you know Friday is called Dump Day? Do they still call it Dump Day? My, my media people, do they still call it Dump Day? Friday was the day that they would release stuff that they didn't want you to see, but they knew legally they needed to give notice. So Friday was Dump Day. It's the day that everything gets dumped because you're not going to pay attention to it because the weekend's here and you're done. And by the time Monday rolls around, well, that's old news. Nobody's paying attention to that. I think most of it still comes out on Friday. I seem to notice it comes out on Friday still. So I think Dump Day is still there. And the, the last thing I saw was the... Um, the Pfizer report, <laughs> the Pfizer report that showed the overwhelming number of miscarriages of vaccinated women that we just have completely skipped over. Hold your anti or pro-vax emails. I don't care to get involved in your debate. Y'all keep fighting with each other. I'm just going to tell you, I saw that come out on a Friday at three o'clock. We, we are... We are headstrong into the information age. And we are at a time when people can do exactly what I'm doing right now. Plugging into the internet, starting a show, having thousands of listeners listen. And, and if I wanted to and I wanted to be irresponsible, I could sit here and promote whatever the hell I wanted to or whoever was paying me under the table. I could do that. I could absolutely do that, make a lot more money, probably not have to do another job, probably keep my wife home, uh, talk about Bitcoin and be done, right? I could, that, could, that could be my life. I'm not going to live with myself like that, so I'm not going to do that. But that doesn't mean it's not out there. But it's not always as easy to see. Do you hear the news about Shakira? Now, I like Shakira. You want to talk about, you want to talk about, uh, uh, music that you wouldn't think I would like. Yeah, I understand you think I wouldn't like uh, Taylor Swift. I do like Shakira. I've always thought her music is banging. When she first came out, I'm even. I'm telling you, I, I even liked the the look where her her hair was blonde, but her roots were really showing. And people thought that's such a trashy look. Oh, I loved it. Oh, I thought it was that was that was the jam back in t the mid 2000s, whenever that was. I thought Shakira was awesome. Do you hear her? Or uh, being issued a warrant, something about taxes and stuff like that. It may may not even be in this country, maybe in another one. And so she's getting like absolutely destroyed because she's being Wesley Snipes. Like she's gonna have to go into hiding or something like that, or she can't ever go back to that country. I know Pavarotti had that one time because I've heard the the members of Bare Naked Ladies tell this really funny story. They were they were on this this show in Germany, and Pavarotti it was Michael Jackson and friends. Michael Jackson and Friends, they were part of a Michael Jackson and Friends uh, story. If, if you ever get the chance to listen to them talk about that show, it is hilarious. Ringo Starr was there, and uh, Ringo Starr got snubbed by Michael Jackson. <laughs> I guess because he owns all of his music. So 
Um, but Pavarotti was supposed to go and sing, and he was in the air, and he was notified that when he landed, he'd be hit with a huge tax bill. So he just he, he turned his plane around, went somewhere else. Um, it's funny we we hear all these celebrities, you, you hear everybody complain about the rich in America, the rich. We have to stop. And then you see celebrities doing that. And you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Aren't you rich? But okay, yeah, thanks for it. And then they start talking about people paying their fair share of taxes. And suddenly, um, suddenly celebrities just kind of disappear. And <laughs> none of them are really, really leading the charge to open up their tax returns. <laughs> they got to stay real quiet. Nancy Pelosi starts sucking her dentures back a little bit more. Mem- other members of Congress that have been like uh, career politicians. Mitch McConnell goes into his turtle shell. They all, they all got to slide away. Yes, we're going to get these companies to, to not pay their taxes. And Donald Trump's going to show his tax returns. Well, what about you, Senator? Oh, I've got, I've got gas tax to, to cut for you. How about that? How about look at, look at this gas tax bill that doesn't really do anything about gas. It just gives you the right to own a dog. I don't know. That's the way bills work nowadays. We, do, we, we allow all this talk to happen, and we, and we get absolutely um, just bamboozled by it. Because we buy it. Because we buy into it. We buy into celebrity status. I'm sure there are celebrities that are fantastic. I've gotten the chance to meet a few. I've talked to some people on this show that I think are, are fantastic. But it's amazing how the overwhelming majority of celebrities will tell you how you're supposed to live your life, what you're supposed to leave, even stuff involving science. Yet most of them did not even graduate high school. You have more of an education than most celebrities if you are part of the working class in America today. If you are in a university, you have more of an education than 90% of celebrities that are out there today. I'm not knocking them. I'm not trying to say that they can't have an opinion. I'm just saying it doesn't weigh more than yours because they got lucky that somebody bought their song in the 1980s. That somebody thought they were great as a doctor on ER. It, It doesn't give them any more clout. They are Snopes. They are, they are Wikipedia. I just wish they would admit that's what they were. So what, so what are we supposed to do about that? Somebody, I don't know if it was Ed Lattimore, somebody within the past year that I've interviewed in, in our off-air conversations has mentioned that if you want to be happier, if you find yourself feeling depressed, there's a couple things you can do. Go outside and walk more. Get more in the sunshine. Probably exercise a little bit more. Eat a little bit more. Make sure you're getting hours of sleep. Zach Hommel the other day said something that I thought was incredibly interesting. If you don't know Zach Hommel, look him up. He's a a really cool cat. Hopefully he's going to be on the show one day. He was talking about how uh, guys will actually spend like thousands of dollars in supplements, vitamin supplements, but still only get five hours worth of sleep. And if you don't understand the problem with that, then go to Wikipedia and look up what what lack of sleep will do for you as far as your vitamin deficiency is concerned. Um, you, you've got to you got to take care of yourself. But another thing, and the thing that Ed was getting to the most, and I absolutely believe him on this. Quit looking at your social media. Take a week off. So I did a little experiment. Uh, it's, it's over the past three months. I did I did a few things. I would cut out one type of social media a week 
Twitter, uh, between Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the ticks and the talks. And I don't the TikTok. I'm kind of spotty on anyway. Um, usually Don and I just keep sending each other this one dude that's a comedian. I, I, I get into that. Um, it was interesting because I could I can tell you for certain that when I quit looking at Twitter, <laughs> it made the biggest difference. But all of them, all of them, when I cut back on it, did make somewhat of a difference. And then, then I did the crazy thing, and I went one week without looking at any of them. I absolutely could tell a difference. So what is that saying? Well, it says, number one, we live too much in our own bubbles. It says, number two, that social media is a trick. You have to remember there's an algorithm between what you like, what you view, what you block, all that kind of stuff, what you forward, all of it, to where suddenly you are getting basically either only the things that you find important because they keep bringing you back or only the things that somebody wants to sell to you. Me and about five other people, I've taken part in something, and if the guy wants to publish this, I can't, I can't wait for it to come out. I, I hope he does the work on it. I hope he continues doing it. But me and five other people all did something where each one of us sat around. We sat around, the, the six of us, and we talked about what we thought Twitter was trying to sell us. So we started something. And we took about, that's eh, about a month and a half. And every day we would block, uh, mute or block. And there was a reason why we were doing either one. Um, and we wouldn't just do it in blanket. Uh, we would mute or block one, one very particular thing we didn't want to see. And we all did it. And you know, between the six of us, we've still been documenting this. Every time I log on to Twitter first thing in the morning, the very first post I see is about that thing we've been blocking. The very first one. Everybody else has said the same thing. When the machine wants you to eat something, it will just keep feeding it to you until you start eating it. Why do people want to sell you stories about a lady going to a tanning bed? I don't know, but the old PR agent in me tells me something different. It tells me that uh, it's probably somebody trying to get people out of tanning beds. I don't know. Maybe there's a big movement for Big Sun. I don't know. Why was Lionel Richie holding up all these white people in New York? Probably to promote an album at the time. This is a story that somebody perpetrated. Does that stuff happen? Absolutely it does. I'm going to tell you, what, some, of you are, some of you are going to hate this. I'm going to tell you something. And I've really looked really, really hard. <clears throat> Whenever a friend of mine on Facebook would post about it, I'd ask them, hey, I hadn't heard about this. Will you, will you show me where to go? Nothing. Got nothing. I mean, I got, I'll tell you what I did get. The Little Mermaid. All the kerfuffle over the Little Mermaid. All these people are mad because she's black. No, they weren't. That was a tail wagging the dog if I ever saw it. 
Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there, there are a couple of racist idiots out there. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's always those guys. No, that was a... Pl- I didn't even know they were making the movie. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It let me know there's a new Little Mermaid out here. Because everybody's going to talk about that. Because everybody gets pissed off over race, sex, creed, whatever it is right now. We are so overly sensitive about that that we will perpetrate something like that that absolutely was not true. That was a rumor started to sell that movie to you. They do it all the time now. White man, this movie is not for you. And then they turn around and say, why aren't white guys going to see this show? All it is is just it's just a, it's just the way that Hollywood is trying to sell stuff now. And why are they doing that? Because you're buying it. Look. Here's what we need to do. We really, really need to hone in on our circles. Look, if cutting out this podcast is part of what you need to do, cut this damn podcast out of your daily ritual. If you are spending time online, on socials, on podcasts, if you're spending time somewhere else reading publications that are based in things that want to morph your psychology or your sociology, then you need to put it down and spend time with your neighbors, with your friends, with people in your band, with people that uh, you go to church with. We've got to start taking care of the things that are within our reach. But we also have to start making sure that the things that are within our reach are what's really shaping us. Because you see, when your circle gets too big, when it gets too big, suddenly, suddenly you don't have anything that's really helping you out. You don't think have anything that's really helping you stay grounded. You don't have anything. It's great to shoot for the stars, but but have your feet firmly planted on the ground. Have the courage in your convictions. Understand what's really important and what's not. So that when it's time and you got that extra time and you want to go fight that stupid fight against some Swifties, you can do it. But not at the end of the day when you've been running around chasing kids, trying to make sure that this isn't happening, that this that guy's not getting voted for, that this band is, is being uh, uh, voted on on this TV show, and you're going nuts in circles and circles, and then all of a sudden you're getting in that fight, and suddenly it is turning you into somebody that you can't stand. You want to know why you see so many people going crazy right now? It's because they're making themselves crazy. We've got children that we've been siloing. We've been putting screens in front of them, and then we took two years away from them and said, these do need to be the only friends you have. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, and he was talking about this music music education program, a music education program in a school where they sat them all down with a keyboard in front of a computer, and these kids got to make music. That sounds great. I'm a piano player. That sounds horrible to me. Why, Chad? Let me tell you why. Because what they should have been doing is having those kids in a room where they collaborate with other kids, not where they're sitting around just making their own EDM. We're we're missing that connection. It's right in front of us. But we spend too much time 
arguing with people that aren't in our circle, listening to people who aren't in our circle. Now, I'm not telling you to cut it out completely, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. There's not much on the news today that's not just crap somebody's trying to sell you. Quite, I'm just quite frank with you. Most of what you're seeing on the news today, most of what any politician is telling you, all of this stuff that's happening is to get you to consume what they want you to consume because they've got money in it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You want to meet me for beer and have a discussion about it? I will I will gladly point you through. As a matter of fact, I've even thought about doing a month of shows where I bring in experts on certain things that the government's trying to sell you on. It, it just happens too much. We have to unplug ourselves so we're making our own decisions. We're not being swayed by the, by the ads that have been tailored for us, not only to get you to buy something, but to keep you coming back to the publication to get your opinions and your thoughts from. And if you think, if you think I'm lying, I want you to do me a favor. Unplug from it all for a week. Seriously, see if you can go a week, Monday through Friday. Pick it back up on Saturday. Start Monday morning or Sunday night when you go to bed. Shut all the socials off. You're going to have to delete them from your phone because the notifications will bring you back. Shut them all down. At least the four big ones. You tell me on Saturday. Send me a a message. Let me know if you can tell the difference in yourself and in your perception. It's that old, it's that, man, it's that old Gen X, it's that old Gen X saying that I, it just keeps ringing true. Your television is lying to you. It's always been lying to you. It just wants you to feed it, man. It just wants you to feed it. We're at a point now where we need to stop. We, we are getting too far gone from each other. We aren't going to community parties. We're not going to, uh, to community groups. We're not jamming with each other. Uh, we're not doing in-person meetings. We're not getting together as a family. We're getting together as churches. Man, we've got to stop doing that. We've got to quit saying it's okay. It's not okay. It's not. Our suicide rate in this country is getting worse. Worse. There are, there are three big things that are... Um, there are three big things that are promoting it. One of them, my wife won't let me talk about it on the air. We have kind of an understanding. But I will tell you, the, the other one, uh, one of the other two, and probably the one that's the biggest, is we are siphoning each other off. We are believing that it's better for us to stay away from each other. We are thinking that emails take the place of handshakes and hugs. It, they just don't. We, we as human beings, in what we are in our DNA... We are tribal people. We, we, we thrive on, on physical presence of other folks. The reason why horror movies are so successful is they don't have people getting killed in groups. They have them off one-on-one. We, we, we worry when we're not with somebody else. Something happens to our psyche. It, it greatly deteriorates who we are in our mental health. We have got to get together, to collaborate, to laugh, to jam, to pray, to sing, whatever it is that we do. We need to make sure we're doing it, and we need to make sure we're doing it in the groups where we know it's genuine. I know. 
Those of you introverts hate this, but I'm not telling you to go out and give hugs to 50 people a day. But there is something to having coffee with somebody every now and then. Texts are fine. It allows for us to keep up with people that we'd never get a chance to keep up with, but you still should find time to hop on a plane and go visit them. Life is meant to be lived, not to be viewed through a a phone screen. We've forgotten that. We think the beauty of the world can be something that that can just be observed through pictures and videos that are emailed to us. We've forgotten that, that it, that it, it's experienced, not just seen. And you don't have to climb, like you don't have to go to the Himalayas. You, you, you can go to a park with your family. You can go to a stupid concert with your friends where a dude dresses up as a Sasquatch and plays a saxophone. You, you, can, you can do something like that. Just, just get out there and live your life. Oh, I still like Shakira. I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't like her music. It doesn't mean that she didn't just like jam it up at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I'm sorry. She killed it. She was awesome. Was it J-Lo was fine, but I mean, Shakira like did it. It doesn't mean that I, I got to hate them as a person. We got to quit pulling for celebrities and personalities as if they're a football team, as if we really know them. Same thing with our media outlets. Same thing with our politicians. We pull for them like they're a football team, like they could do no wrong instead of being objective and asking them to do better. Well, now we're asking them to live our lives for us, Jesus Christ. You have one life. You have one. You have one. You can sit and waste it arguing with people online. You can sit and waste it viewing pictures or videos or documentaries of places that you wish you could see when you live in a time on this planet where it is possible for every damn person listening to this show to go wherever they see. Hell, you almost can go to Mars. Don't let anybody else lie to you again. View it all as if it's Wikipedia. Understand that it's information, but you're never going to know if it's true or not. You start looking at all that crap through that lens, you'll be happier. You'll look for your own truths. And then the things that you for own truth, that there's truth and there's not. You'll look for the truth or You'll learn not to care, and you'll spend the day fishing with your kids. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. I know you better than you think you know yourself. 
You're not so different 